I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie, and I am your host, and we have a big show for you this week. No, we don't. No, we don't. It's not big at all. It's a teeny tiny show. This is going to be a quick show. There wasn't a lot of news this week, and I didn't get to the Fisker earnings call. I don't know if I'm going to do it or not. Um, Maybe we just might save that for when they're closer to releasing their vehicle, because the news I read about the earnings call wasn't all that interesting. But do you know what is interesting is Matthew decided to support the show on Patreon. So I would like to publicly thank Matthew for supporting the show. I really appreciate it. When you support the show on Patreon, all the money goes back into the show. None of the money goes into my pocket. I know I say this over and over again, but I think it's really important is I'm not trying to make a living off of the Patreon. I have a job. It's a good job. I make plenty of money to pay my bills. The thing that I'm trying to do is I'm trying to have this show support itself. And unfortunately, the ads just, they just don't make a lot of money. So, um, it's actually pretty, a pretty small amount. We actually make pretty close to half of the money comes from Patreon and half of the money comes from ads. It's pretty close. But when someone decides to support the show, you know, financially through Patreon, it really means a lot to me. Right now, the world is in a very weird place, and just the fact that anybody would give any money whatsoever uh, to me to support the show is is amazing, so I appreciate it. So I want to thank Matthew and all the other Patreon supporters for supporting the show. It really does mean a lot, so thank you, Matthew. Having said that, if you want to go to patreon.com forward slash kilowatt and join that group, you are more than welcome to pledge whatever you'd like. I didn't really want to create a tiered system where people were left out. So if you pledge a dollar, you get the same thing as somebody that would pledge $50. It's all dependent on what you feel like you can afford and want to give. Okie doke. Let's jump into the news. Nikola Motors has a new CEO, or at least they will have a new CEO soon. Effective January 1st, 2023, Michael Loscheller will take over as the CEO of Nikola, and current CEO Mark Russell will retire. 
Lost Scheller, um, I hope I'm saying his name right. I, I almost certainly am not. Has worked for Vietnamese automaker Vinfast. And if you remember, I think back in January, we talked about Vinfast and their electric vehicles. They're building an electric car plant here in the United States. They're going to release their vehicles here in the United States. I think they're a pretty cool company that you should be watching. He worked for them for a time. He worked for Opel, AG, VW Group of America. Um, he's currently Nicola's president and has been with the company since 2022. So it sounds like they brought him in to take over as CEO. So January 1st, 2023, he will become CEO of Nicola, which is pretty cool. Um, and it's, it's probably, you know, a little bit of a relief to have a CEO between, you know, him and Trevor Milton, which he probably, you know, it's probably difficult to, to follow Trevor Milton based on all of the, the chaos that he caused. So while we're on the topic of companies that are building their electric vehicles in Arizona, when Lucid announced that they were going to build their factory in Casa Grande, Arizona, they had a four phase expansion plan. And according to Tesla Roddy, Lucid is planning on building phase three at the Casa Grande factory in 2023, and it will be completed in 2025. And if you're asking what happened to stage two, well, stage two of production started last year and is set to wrap up in 2023. So I think this is great. However, Lucid's not selling all that many cars. So maybe they're wrapping up a little bit too soon. I'm not privileged to all of Lucid's information and their financials, but they're not selling very many cars. I think Elon made a joke. I think it was about Lucid. Like Lucid delivered like 906 cars or something like that in Q2. And Elon's joke was I had more babies during that time than they delivered cars. Something to that effect. It was a funny tweet. I can't remember exactly what it was. But yeah, they're, even though your car costs, you know, $160,000 and you only deliver 906 of them, um, maybe you don't need all that space just yet. I, I mean, I'm sure that you'll find uses for it, but um, yeah, hopefully it won't sit empty for very long. That's really what I want. Like, I want Lucid to, to succeed because I want more competition in the market. I also, you know, in the area that I live in, which is in Tempe, it's fairly close to Casa Grande. I see people with Lucid shirts and Nicola shirts all the time. Um, especially in the grocery store. So I know that they're living in the neighborhood somewhere around me. I don't want those folks to lose their job. I want them to continue working. So I want them to do their best. I just hope they're, they're not <laughs> overstretching themselves. Really, that's what it comes down to. I don't want them to build so fast that they go out of business because, you know, they weren't able to use all that space. But I thought the same thing about Tesla and Tesla's doing fine now. So what do I know? VW is lowering the price of the 2023 ID4. The starting price of the ID4 is now $37,495. That comes with a 64 hour, excuse me, 64 kilowatt hour battery and is built in VW's Chattanooga, Tennessee plant. That 64 kilowatt hour battery gets you 208 miles. You also get the forward collision warning and automatic braking, pedestrian and cyclist detection, blind spot monitoring, lane travel assist, lane keeping, adaptive cruise control. You get all of this cool tech standard in the car. 
Unfortunately, the fastest way for EV prices to come down is to reduce the battery size, which reduces the range, and that's really unfortunate. But even though the range is reduced on this vehicles, they did not skimp on the tech for this car. So if you are somebody who's not going to be traveling long distances very often, 208 miles might be great for what you need to get done in your you know day-to-day life. I think this is a good compromise because even though you're not going to get the range that you may or may not want, you're going to get all of the technology that the car has to offer no matter which package you buy. So that's pretty cool. I'm sure there's additional things that you can buy on top of that, but VW gives you a lot standard in this car. So that's fantastic. You can also get each of the models in a rear wheel drive or all wheel drive variant. And if you are like, you know what, I really want an ID4, but that doesn't really work out for me range wise. They do offer an 82 kilowatt hour battery pack and a 96 kilowatt hour battery pack, which tops out the 96 at like 275 miles. So they got some efficiencies to, <laughs> to work on there at VW, but they're smart and they'll figure it out over time. But those are your options. I think it's a pretty good option. Um, I wish the price was still, uh, you know, closer to thirty thousand dollars, but thirty-seven thousand, not too bad for a starting price. So while VW is reducing the price of their flagship EV, Ford has increased the price of its flagship EV. The F one hundred and fifty Lightning has seen some price increases. So let's go through this. The Pro, which is the base model, is now $46,974, which is up $7,000. The XLT is up $6,500. The XLT High is up $6,000. The XLT High Extended Range is up $8,500. The Lariat is up $7,000. The Lariat Extended Range is up $8,500. And the Platinum Extended Range is up $6,000. Ford said the reason for the price increases was because of the rising costs of raw materials. If you currently already have a pre-order with Ford, then your price is locked in. You're safe. One of the comments that was on this article, it was, I, I thought it was very funny. One of the comments that was uh, on this article was uh, someone said, cough EV rebates, like <coughs> EV rebates, that kind of thing. And uh, yeah, I mean, the United States is... Uh, passing legislation to uh, bring back EV rebates for a period of time, $7,500. So maybe that's part of the reason why Ford felt comfortable increasing their prices. Uh, Another person uh, commented on that. They coughed now that Tesla announced the Cybertruck price increases, you know, Ford could freely increase their prices Maybe maybe it's true, maybe it's not, I don't know. <laughs> but if Ford felt comfortable, because let's just pretend in this world, Ford felt comfortable that they can increase the price of the F-150 Lightning because Elon announced that the Cybertruck pricing was going to increase. My recommendation to Tesla is if you want to screw over Ford and you want to be spiteful, then you should take like $5,000 off the price of the Cybertruck, like the original prices of the Cybertruck. So for me, for instance, I'm not totally not saying this because I have an interest in the game. Instead of $50,000, I would have paid $45,000 just to prove a point to Ford. Like Ford's going to increase the prices. We're going to decrease the prices. Take that Ford. 
that would really show them Tesla. Again, I have no vested interest in you <laughs> decreasing the price of the Cybertruck instead of increasing the price of the Cybertruck. But maybe you just decrease the price by $5,000 and you don't increase the prices. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Speaking of Tesla, let's get into some Tesla news. Tesla has secured $5 billion worth of nickel from Indonesia. Apparently, Indonesia has a lot of nickel. I did not know this. They have very big reserves. We covered some of these uh, rumors in the past. Now it is official. Some New Zealand Model Y reservation holders have told Tesla Roddy, Tesla Roddy, that they expect to take delivery of their Model Ys next week, which I just assumed that New Zealand had Model 3s and Model Ys already, but I guess I'm wrong on this. So congrats to our friends in New Zealand. That's awesome. I know New Zealand's like the third or fourth uh, biggest country that listens to this podcast and if you if you're from new zealand email me bodie b-o-d-i-e at 918digital.com and let me know if you've put a pre-order in on a model 3 or a model y also australia is getting more model y's as well tesla teased some new energy products at an internal meeting so we don't really know the specifics and people out there are just speculating away as to what they're going to be an unnamed Tesla engineer put out this statement. I don't know if it was on Twitter or what. In 2022, we are heavily investing in Tesla products. I can't say exactly what's coming. We want to maintain confidentiality, but across the board on photovoltaics, solar roof, on Powerwall, look forward to greatly improved installation efficiency, aesthetic, and product performance. I'm looking forward to seeing what they're up to. And I really don't have much more to add to this story, so I'm going to move on. Elon said that the 500-mile range Tesla Semi will start shipping this year. In that same tweet, he also said that the Cybertruck will ship next year, which, you know, maybe if you're living under a rock, you didn't know that, and you follow Elon. If you're living under a rock and you follow Elon, I'm sure this is good news for you. Um, I'm guessing that Tesla is going to deliver less than five semis in 2022. It's just my guess. I'm not trying to throw any shade. I just think they're going to have a very slow rollout. And their first customers, I believe, are likely to be Pepsi, which owns Frito-Lay. So Frito-Lay in Modesto, California. We had a story about it not too long ago where they have already in installed mega chargers at their Modesto site. So that's that's my guess where these uh, semis are going to go. You know, Tesla used to have a really good referral program, like so good that some people have like racked up like five or six Tesla Roadsters. Like that's a really good referral program. Um, over time, they've depreciated that referral program, and that's a real bummer. Like I don't think that it's <laughs> – I don't think that's – sustainable to give away multiple Tesla Roadsters um, as a referral program. But, you know, trying to find something in between is good. But right now, the referral program isn't much. This week, Tesla launched their ownership loyalty program, which is really sweet. So let me tell you about it. If you own any of the current Tesla models, S, Y, X, or R3, and you want to upgrade your Tesla to a new vehicle, you'll receive three incentives. First, you're going to get half off of full self-driving. 
there's a caveat to this. Your current car needs to have full self-driving or enhanced autopilot to qualify for that incentive. But that's pretty sweet. Next, you're going to get 9,320 miles in free supercharging, which is a really weird number. And I'm going to explain why it's weird in a minute. Uh, by the way, if you're curious, 9,323, excuse me, 9,320 miles is 15,000 kilometers if you don't live here in the United States. And then you'll also get a home charging service package worth $1,200. Tesla really didn't go into what what exactly that was, or the article that I read didn't go into what that was. But right now, if you're like salivating, you're like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. This is great news. I have some bad news for you. This is only available in China. It's not available anywhere else, just China. But I will say there was a time that Tesla insurance was only available in like Australia and like one other weird country. So it is possible that uh, we'll start seeing an ownership loyalty program here in the United States. All right. Now that I read this out, I feel like the way that I presented that last article was mean. (laughs) So I'm really sorry about that. It sounds like I was being a real jerk there. Um, Speaking of real jerks, though, Dan O'Dowd is running for Senate in California. He's founder of Green Hills Software, and he's the founder of the Dawn Project. Now, if you don't know and haven't been paying attention, the Dawn Project's goal is pretty much to attack Tesla's full self-driving beta program. And the Dawn Project does not believe that Tesla should be testing the full self-driving on public roads with untrained drivers. So I'm going to apologize in advance here. This is going to be a hard one to explain because I'm basically explaining a video. (laughs) So in this attack ad, we have this. Well, I'll just go with the setting. The setting is a closed track. So on this closed track, you have a white Tesla at one end of the track. You have some cones that are 100 yards long and you have a child mannequin at the end of the cones. All right. So uh, hopefully that that builds a nice picture. So what happens is the driver in the Model 3, they get up to speed, which is 40 miles per hour, prior to entering the cones. Once the vehicle reaches 40 miles an hour, the driver engages full self-driving. Now, allegedly at this point, the car is driving by itself. The driver does not have his hands on the wheel, nor does he have his feet on the accelerator or the brake. So the car allegedly is supposed to be um, in control. So as you can imagine, because I tipped you off and told you this is an attack ad, the car um, reaches the end of the cones and hits the child mannequin multiple times. They ran this test, I think three times in the video. Um, Each time the the mannequin was hit at speeds between 25 and 27 miles an hour or 24 and 27 miles an hour is right around there, which would either a indicate that the car did some braking or B indicate that they didn't actually activate full self-driving and the car just slowed down naturally over that hundred yards. Cause if the car didn't recognize that there was a child there. Wouldn't you think that the it would be going 40 miles an hour when it struck the mannequin? That 
that's just a question I had. And you know what? That's a question that Fred Lambert had because he looked at the video and he analyzed it and he was like, this doesn't make any sense at all. Um, some of the tip offs for Fred, uh, including what I just talked about with the speed at the end of the hundred yards, when the driver allegedly activates FSD, the course prediction line stays gray. It doesn't light up. And the autopilot wheel indicating that full self-driving is activated, which is in the top left of the screen on the Model 3, does not appear. Fred made some other points, and I put the article in the show notes if you want to read them. Uh, but when you know Fred analyzed this video and he's like, here are the problems with this video, he reached out to the Don Project. And in return, they gave him a sworn affidavit that the, that the driver of the Model 3 believed full self-driving was active. Not that the driver of the video ensured or, or guarantees that it was active. He believed that it was active, which, you know, sounds fishy. After Fred reached out to the Don Project, they did release some additional footage of the test where it does show that FSD was active. But Fred looked at the video, and I didn't see the new video, but he found some inconsistencies with the first video but I will say that it's really easy to edit a video in a way that makes you believe that something's true when, in fact, that it's not. So I'm not saying that the Don Project, um, I'm not going to say that the Don Project is, <laughs> I don't know how to say this, but I'm not going to say that they falsified the information, but I will say that I believe that Dan O'Dowd is shady and is not to be trusted. And I'm basing this off of interviews that I've seen with this guy, and he just does not seem like a very honest person. He said over and over and over again that his company, Green Hill Software, doesn't have anything to do with autonomous driving. And if you search their website for autonomous driving, you'll find 35 results touting Green Hill Software's uh, integrity security systems and real-time operating systems for autonomous driving so he obviously has something to do with autonomous driving um i don't know he, the, the guy just comes off very shady and and kind of gross like the first videos that they put out earlier this year which i think was in february could be wrong on the date on the timeline but their first videos that they put out they showed how dangerous full self-driving beta was. So what they did was they got a, a bunch of YouTube clips of full self-driving failing. And then they put them in a video and, and as if to say, um, look at all these fails with full self-driving. Well, what they didn't say was that these video clips spanned like a year and a half of full self-driving. So not, very few, if any of these video clips were of vehicles that were running the same version of the software. Like they, it, they just went to YouTube and they collected a bunch of Tesla fails over a year and a half or so, or two years or whatever it was. And they're like, here you go. This is crappy software. Like in, <laughs> without any explanation, it's just like, Hey, look at all these times it's failing. Like I, I think there is a lot of valid criticism to levy against Tesla with full self-driving. Um, I There's a lot of problems and there's a lot of problems that need to be fixed. And I think Tesla is f way further away from actual realizing full self-driving than Elon does 
for sure. It's not going to happen by the end of this year. It's not going to happen by the end of next year. And I will stake my water bottle on it. Um, that's how confident I am. I love my water bottle. It's a great water bottle. The point I'm trying to make here while I'm just rambling uh, incoherently is that like Dan O'Dowd has enough money to pay a third-party company to run these tests the right way, to be transparent with how they got their data, to provide more than you know the three times that it actually hit the mannequin. He has enough money to do that, but he chooses not to. He has enough money to expose the real problems in full self-driving, but he chooses not to. Instead, he just goes for the low-hanging fruit and the low-hanging fruit, he doesn't even do that well. I don't even know how this guy became a billionaire, to be honest. He doesn't do that well. And in the end, he just looks stupid. Like the FSD beta is super flawed. <laughs> but what you're doing is the quality of work you're putting out, I would not accept from my nine-year-old twins. Like, I'd be like, that's terrible work. Go and do it again. Because... I hold my kids to a higher standard. Dan O'Dowd is an adult man, probably in his 60s. Allegedly, he's a billionaire. Like, he should hold himself to a higher standard. Like, come on, man. Your work is lazy. Absolutely lazy. Like, I don't even think you'd have to work that hard to come up with a video that is a valid, fair criticism about full self-driving. Instead, he tries to sensationalize, and it's not sensationalized. He just, it, again, it just looks stupid. It looks childish. It looks like some fifth grader could easily uh, do a better job. Like As a matter of fact, Dan O'Dowd, email me, Bodie, B-O-D-I-E, at 918digital.com. My kids will put together your videos for you. It'll cost $350,000 per video. But they're going to do it for you because they're actually pretty good at it. And there you go. $350,000. And I guarantee it'll be better than the trash you're putting out right now. <sighs> All right. I feel like I feel like I got angry. Um, that's our show tonight, folks. It's a weird show. Um, I have a little procedure on my legs tomorrow and I'm going to get knocked out. And uh, I'm not super nervous about it. But on the other side... Um, I'm not looking forward to it, so it's kind of put me in a little bit of a weird mood tonight. But, uh, yeah, it's not a big deal. It's, like, super basic. People have it done all the time. Really, I'm more concerned about the fasting part of it than I am anything else. Um, but, yeah. All right, let's end the show because I'm just making it weird. All right, everybody, if you want to email me, it's Bodie, B-O-D-I-E, at 918digital.com. You can find me on Twitter at 918digital, and I will talk to you all next week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.